Are relationships online as real and as important as the relationships that we have in quote-unquote real life? That's been the topic this past weekend as I ventured into using Twitter spaces, which I've never used before. And I participated one on Friday night, and then this morning was uh, pulled into another conversation on the same topic. And, you know, I find it kind of interesting that I have such a different belief system than so many other people. Now, I'm just using those two examples, but, you know, I believe that online relationships are just as important and just as real as relationships that we're having in quote unquote real life. And because of COVID and the way in which things have changed, it may be even more important that we are connected with people through technology and those relationships that we're spending so much more time with than maybe people that live next door to us. Those are valid. Those matter. Those have importance. And I just find it interesting that people keep making some distinction between online relationships being not as important or not as real or not as valid as their quote unquote real life relationships. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that, not only because I disagree, but because I think there's some weird stigma that we're all still feeding into. And I'm going to talk about it from a personal point of view in that I remember when online dating was seen as some very strange and uncomfortable conversation to have, right? I was doing online dating when it wasn't cool and okay. And I'm sure some people are saying it's still not cool, but it is. It's just another way to meet people, right? But I remember using Yahoo Personals back in the day. It was like 2006, 2007. This was before webcams. And, you know, it was kind of new that people were still embarrassed by saying that they had met online. People were lying about how they met each other, and no one ever kind of fessed up to the fact that they were meeting people online. Now, I met quite a few people through Yahoo Personals, but one of my friends to this day is someone I met through Yahoo Personals, and we had spoken for like six months on Yahoo Personals. And after six months, I flew to his state and met him in person. And that was back in like 2006, 2007. And I became friends with his friend. And I just introduced him to another friend the other day because he happens to be in another country right now traveling on vacation. And it never even dawned on me once that I would never value this person that I met online as somebody who matters to me. I think that technology has given us the ability to meet people in other states, other countries, anywhere in the world. That is the great and wonderful part of technology. Of technology, And for all the kind of horribleness that technology does bring to our doorstep, that's one of the ones that I actually appreciate. You know, the ability to meet new people and to get to know them. I also have people that I have met online that I have never met in person, and I still think that they are good quality human beings and they're friends of mine. And, you know, I don't know if I'll ever actually meet them in person because they live in another country, but I hope to, you know, but I don't devalue them as 
not important in my life because I met them through technology. Here's how I feel about it. If you're spending enormous amounts of time, two, three hours a day or week with people, and they are affecting your feelings and you think about them or you have arguments with them or you're developing communities or you have conversations about books you've read or movies or NFTs or cryptocurrency or whatever, those are valid relationships, right? To me, the definition of friendship really has nothing to do with whether or not I met somebody online or not and has everything to do with who you are as a person in my life, right? So the quality of who you are as a human being is what matters to me more than whether or not I've met you in person or, um, you know, whether or not we, you know, live next door to each other and can have a drink. Now, does that mean it doesn't matter whether or not I visually meet you? Of course not. There's a different dynamic that happens when you meet someone in person, right? You you see something different. But let me counter that and say, I've met many people in person that I ended up thinking are a piece of crap. And I don't want to be friends with them. You know what I mean? So that doesn't give someone like a one up to be a better friend than someone I've never met who lives in Canada and is a friend of mine because she's a writer and I've known her for years because we follow each other's blogs and we talk about writing and we talk about creativity and we call each other and talk about medical things. And we, you know, I, she's a friend of mine and I would consider her a friend, even though I have yet to meet her in person. And I've known her longer than some people I've met in person that I think are idiots, you know? So I think technology is changing the way in which we interact with people, but I don't think that changes the idea of what friendship means to each of us. And that, to me, is the more important thing. And the way in which I bring this to business is in this way. I have plenty of clients now who I have never met because COVID has changed that dynamic. And so everything we do is through Zoom and online and through other apps like Slack or Trello or, you know, Google Suite or whatever. And those relationships are not any different than the ones I had when I went into an office building and worked with people. There are good and bad points to to the way in which we're working now, but my relationship with work isn't any different because I haven't met people face to face. If anything, it's maybe made it a little bit better because there are concrete kind of boundaries where we don't have a lot of time to chit chat at the water cooler and talk about last night and the gossipy stuff. So it's made it easier to kind of detach myself when work is done and over with when I have to log off of that Zoom call, right? But those relationships with those clients matter to me. And I'm, I'm actually excited because in June, I'm going to meet one of my clients that I've been working with for the past few months. And I actually love them, but we're meeting at VidCon and I'm really excited about it because I think they're really awesome people and I'm happy to meet them, you know, but if we never met, it wouldn't change how I feel about them, you know, as clients and as people I work with and for. So what I'm trying to say here and that I want people to think about is 
what is the value that people bring into your life, whether they're online or in person? Are you able to see and define for yourself what friendship means? Is it more important to you that you have somebody who is in front of you and in your face that you can go have a drink with or have a meal with? Is that part of what defines friendship for you? Or is it possible that you could be on a Zoom call and enjoy a meal and a drink and that person who you share intimate conversations with or spend time with or talk about whatever with, that person also has value. To me, the definition of friendship is what matters. And what I was talking about yesterday in Twitter spaces is to me, the definition of any relationship isn't when things are good. The definition of a friendship and a relationship with me is defined when things are hard. Who are you as a person when things get difficult? If somebody comes and treats you or me badly, how do we behave in that circumstance defines whether or not I value you in my life, right? So to me, that's the important thing, not whether or not I met you online or haven't met you in person. And it's the same thing with work. You know, my colleagues or the people I work with, I define them not by when things are fine and all the projects are good and everything's wonderful or whatever, but you know, when something happens, how do you choose to treat your staff, your employees? How do we talk to each other? I'll, I'll give you a great example. When I first started working for this newest client who I actually love, I think they're amazing people. And um, I had developed a, a, a quick website for them. I'm not a website developer by any means, but I do create uh, websites for clients if they need them so that we can, you know, have something basic and up and running. And one of the people that I worked for came to me and said, you know what? I, I, I don't like it. I don't like the way it turned out. I don't like the font. I don't really, uh, think it really, and I said, you know what? That's great. Thank you for the feedback. And that was it. There was no there was no drama about it. That evening, the following day, I worked on it. I fixed it. I I made the changes that she wanted because I thought they were valid. And a couple of weeks later, she turned around and she said, hey, Carmen, did we ever change? I said, oh, I changed it that night. And then she went and looked at it. She's like, oh my God, I love it. Okay, great. Oh my God, that's amazing. The reason why I bring up this little anecdote, this little story is because what happened in that moment was I saw how she dealt with something as a boss, as a client, as a person who pays me, how she spoke to me with respect and dignity, but was able to tell me this was not something she enjoyed or liked, right? Um, and, and it wasn't up to par that she was looking for. And I was able to interact with her and say, oh my, I totally get it. That is awesome. Thank you. I will make those changes. That to me matters more than the people I work for that I have met in person who are degrading and cruel and demeaning and condescending to people when they don't like something. To me, the person that I've never met yet who I work with is treating me with dignity and kindness. That person is going to rate that much higher in my life than someone I meet in person. So 
That's what I'm trying to get at, whether it's business or in your personal life. The people that you meet, the quality of who someone is, to me, has nothing to do with whether or not I've met them online or in person, but has everything to do with the character of that human being. Who are you as a human being when things are hard or difficult or not perfect matters more to me than whether or not I've met you in person or not. And the longevity of who we are to each other as friends and colleagues, all that good stuff matters with our relationship as time goes on. One of the things that happened last night on Twitter Spaces is we were having the same conversation. And, you know, I really have a different take on uh, people I allow in my life. And a lot of it has to do with the way in which I grew up. I don't want to promote my book because I wrote a book to say thank you to the people that raised me. It is a lovely book. It is a, a nice book. It wasn't intentional and I'm not a great marketer, but if you have Kindle Unlimited, it's free on Kindle and it's called Canela or in English, I guess you would say Canela, <laughs> but it means cinnamon in Spanish. Okay. And it's on Amazon and you can, you can go on there and read it for free, but you don't even have to, but let me just give you the synopsis. Okay. I wrote a book saying thank you to the people who helped raise me because as a kid, I ended up, um, I never knew my father. My mother died when I was 11 and a half and I ended up on the streets basically. And because of amazing, wonderful people, I had a great childhood. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Uh, I mean, I had a bumpy childhood. I had a hard childhood, but, um, because of people who were amazing and beautiful and exquisite in caring about me, they turned around and did the right thing, right? They, uh, in individually and at different times and kind of a patchwork of neighborly love, people, uh, took me in and did the best they could. And these were hardworking people who, you know, blue collar working people who didn't have a lot of money or extra resources, but they did the right thing, uh, to help a kid who had potential, who, who, um, deserved to, 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 to be, taken care of, right? We all deserve to be loved and uh, taken care of. So that's what the book is about. So because of the way in which I grew up, I had to learn quickly as a kid, good people versus bad people, right? So I have a very different take on relationships because so many people who were good and decent people walked into my life and tried to help me as a kid so that I could live my best potential, right? But other people tried to take advantage of that situation. Other people tried to hurt me as a kid. Other people tried to be mean and cruel. So as a kid, I learned very quickly how to intuitively see or notice the markers of somebody who is not going to be right for me, okay? And I think because of that, actually, I don't think, I know because of that, it is very easy for me to walk away from someone when they show me who they are. So again, you all know that I love Maya Angelou. I uh, think she was an amazing and brilliant human being on the planet, but she always says that, right? That was her line, that when someone shows you who they are, believe them. 
And for me, when I realize who someone is based on how they deal with a difficult situation, that is when I make my judgment whether or not that person can stay in my life. And a lot of that has to do with the way in which I grew up, right? The thing that's hard for most people to take from me is that I do it so completely and so easily. And I know that this is a skill that I wish a lot of people would learn because there is some pluses to it. When people in your families or people who you think are friends of yours or exes or whatever it is are hurting you and people stay in that place, stay in that relationship, I wish I could give them the gift that I have, this talent that I have where I can just completely and easily shut people down and be done with them. They don't affect me anymore. And it sounds cruel and harsh, but what it is is actually a protective mechanism. So if an issue happens and you show me that you are not worthy of being in my life because I protect myself, I can easily cut people out and be done and never think about it again. I just walk away from that relationship. And I know that that hurts people. I know that it does. And it sounds cruel and cold, but I've also come to the place that at my age, I'm done with trying to be a people pleaser. I don't live in that life. Like either you're part of my tribe or part of my life or you're not. And there's so many people in the world, right? There's, I think, 8 billion people on the planet. How could I possibly expect everyone to like me? How could I possibly think that I'm going to be everybody's cup of tea? I'm not. And I could never be. And so the easiest thing for me is to be able to notice people that are not working in my best interest or who are people who are having a difficult time understanding what my value system is. Now, let me be very clear. My value system and who I am as a person, I'm not saying is perfect or the right way to be. What I'm saying is, is I know myself well enough that I will decide who is in my life and who is not in my life. And I do that both in work And I do that both in my personal life. And it doesn't matter whether you're online or in real life. I have walked away from prominent, well-paying positions because I was disrespected and never looked back, never even thought twice about it. You know, um, I kind of have this rule. It's not kind of, it's like three times you're out, right? It's this idea that people will make mistakes. People will accidentally do something that will go against what I believe in. But I also know that I'm fallible. So I give people a chance. But after the third time, I'm done. And it's like a switch in my body that I can't even control. It's just, you're dead to me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I just, I am able to walk away. And I, I feel bad saying that. And yet I know I have watched people in pain and sadness because they can't walk away from people who continuously hurt them, whether it's a work thing or it's a it's a friendship thing, whether it's in real life or online. I wish people could develop the skill to understand that you do not have to have people in your life that hurt you. You do not have to have it. And that's what all of this conversation was last night and this morning. You know, to me, friendships, whether they're online or in real life, at the end of the day, you need to be able to bring into my life something either I don't have or positivity or joy or teach me something 
but you have to add to my life to be in it. You are not allowed to take away from my life. You are not allowed to make me sad. You are not allowed to make me feel unloved or unworthy or horrible. If that is part of what's happening in our dynamic, then I say, let's move on. It doesn't mean you're a bad person if you're not my friend. It doesn't mean that you're horrible or not worthy. It just means you and I, we do not connect. We are not supposed to be friends. And I wish I could teach so many people that small skill of understanding that there are other people out there that can give you light and joy, but you are not able to find them if you have toxicity in your life. If you have people who are continuously making you feel bad, you will never find the people that lift you up and bring you joy and give you happiness and make you feel amazing and support you. And those are the people I want in my life because those are the people I want to support and lift up and make them feel good. And I want to be there for those people when times are tough. And I'm going to protect those people. And those are going to be the people that they know that because they're in my life, I will always have their back 24-7. There's no question. I think that is what is important in relationships. And I hope if you get anything from this recording this time is the idea that if you're spending a lot of time online in relationships, that those matter. And there's nothing wrong with having those friendships, those connections, those work colleagues. Online versus in person is not the most important part of valuing or understanding who someone is in your life. It's that person's character, integrity, and dignity. Thanks for stopping by All About the Joy. Be better and stay beautiful, folks. Have a sweet day.